Thanks for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. I'm in bed reading, well, not right now, but I was reading a book uh, by Jennifer LeClaire, Satan's Deadly Trio, and it's really good. Um, and it just had me thinking, um, you know, I don't know why I started thinking this when, I mean, it doesn't really have to do anything with the book, but, um, I was just thinking, why do some people live for so long, even though they're like shooting dope or in a gang and, you know, getting shot or getting shot at or just got hit by a car or been in prison, been stabbed, or whatever it is, you know, and then there's other people who haven't done anything, and they die, I I don't know, get hit by a car, or just something random happens, and just wondering why what how I mean just people like my husband (laughs) he's been shot I don't know how many times um and in a wheelchair he's not now but maybe sometimes, but, uh, overdosed at least 10 times when I was with him, you know, uh, had to give him CPR or revive him somehow with Narcan or putting ice down his pants and just and then I have some more friends that are have been like junkies for years that are old I mean I'm talking like 70s and are still alive and it made me think God is really patient. I mean, he was so patient with me. I can't even imagine being so patient 
well, that's why I'm not God, but (laughs) I just, it blows my mind. I mean, the way I was wayward growing up and then got saved and tried to be a good Christian for a few years but fell away and then I was thinking about uh, the Israelites and Moses and about how the Israelites just continually backslid or um, fell into idolatry or just walked away from God, rebelled and complained and murmured, you know, when things weren't going their way and wow, that's me, you know, I mean, I'm trying not to be like that now, but throughout my life, well, as a Christian, just so spoiled and stubborn and prideful and just a jerk. I mean, I didn't mean to be, but looking back, I'm just like, wow, I was such a spoiled brat, and, you know, I'm just so grateful that God, in his mercy, didn't just kick me to the curb, (laughs) and just say, forget it, I'm done. And walk away and turn his back on me. I think that it's so easy to walk away and God is not like that. He says that he will never leave us or forsake us. And yeah, it just blows me away that when we're such jerks, well, all of us, really. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but the Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that's everybody, every single one of us. So, yeah, I guess I can't speak for everybody, but, (laughs) um, yeah, because the Bible also says in James, I can't remember the exact address, but, um, even if we fall short and sin in one in one area, I mean, we're guilty of all. So, you know, um, 
everybody's done that at least once. But most of us have just done it over and over and over. And as a dope fiend, oh my gosh, I just constant. And yeah, so I was just thinking about how much God really loves me or all of us but just for myself like after all the horrible things I've done and other people I know and yeah I was just wondering I'm like well maybe I mean, God is just so merciful and patient, and He knows people's hearts. He knows, like I, I know with me, I, I love Jesus. Once I, I became born again, and I had a relationship with Him. But it's just like any relationship, like with your family members or uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, I mean, friend, it's a relationship and you have arguments or disagreements or things happen and you get upset and, um, yeah, I mean, but I, I acted like a spoiled brat. Like, if I didn't get my way, I'm gonna, you know, rebel and do whatever I want. And yet, God was still there for me. He didn't turn his back on me, even though I might have felt like he did. But so that makes me want to be a better person and because I want to be like Jesus. I want to be the kind of person who loves people unconditionally the way God loves me and not just give up on people and I know I've done that many times and I know I'm probably doing that with my husband in many ways because it's so hard to find a balance between having boundaries and or not being codependent or enabling or um, being too harsh because my MO has always been growing up like if I if I get mad or I'm done with somebody I could walk away and never look back and that probably in some ways is a good thing for a person who I guess doesn't want to be hurt 
and to protect yourself, protect myself, just walk away and not look back. But that's not really dealing with it, the situation. It's just running, basically. <laughs> but um, I don't want to do things that way anymore. I mean, there are times when I do, I don't want to be in a toxic environment or relationship and yeah, you know, I have to walk away, but I want to use wisdom and God's direction because I'm just thinking, man, Life is so precious, and we really don't know. I mean, tomorrow is not guaranteed. The way things are getting right now are so bad out in the world. I mean, I live downtown LA, and I have Citizens app, and... Man, I'm not kidding. It has gotten really bad in the last year. Sheesh. I mean, I used to get, you know, notifications that this happened, that happened, car accident. Um, I don't know. Um... But now, everything is uh, shooting, assault, robbery, grand theft. I mean, and I'm talking throughout the day. Oh, and my, the, the most popular one, or I shouldn't say popular, but the, one of the most frequent ones I get is man with machete threatening people and I get at least one of those a week it's become a joke for my family because every time I get one I send it to my family as a joke because they're like what why machete how come so many people in LA have a machete (laughs) it's so crazy But they do. A couple weeks ago, there was three men with machetes, plural. (laughs) But it is getting really bad. And uh, we have to be really careful how we treat other people. And, you know, road rage has become insane. You know, people are going off for, like, the littlest things. And it's as if everybody has come to a boiling point and they're just ready to explode at the least little thing, you know. And we have to be really careful. I don't know. When I go walking around, I smile at everybody. I don't wear a mask unless I have to, to go into a store, but, you know, I, I like people to see me smile at them, and say hello, you know, God bless you, or how are you, 
and um, have some interaction, you know, I, I love people, and I, I, I think a smile can really brighten somebody's day, you know, and, um, or ask, I can ask them, you know, if they need prayer for anything, or just start talking to them, how's your day going, whatever, you know, um, but I think we need to be really careful not to just lash out at somebody if they, you know, do something that annoys you, or especially a stranger. I was thinking about that because, well, my friend and I were on Skid Row, and, um, he was driving, and some guy was legging his suitcase across the street real slow, like, as if he had, you know, or he owned the road, and as if everybody should just stop and wait for him, (laughs) but that's how everybody is on Skid Row, there are no traffic laws there, nobody obeys traffic laws there, even when I go do outreach out there, I hardly do uh, even, yeah, observe any traffic laws, because I'm just, I don't know, um, just walk in the middle of the street without, you know, looking, well, I, I try to look, but, but yeah, so this guy, you know, my friend is not a Christian, and I hope if he listens to this, he won't be offended, but, but, um, yeah, he sees the guy, and he lays the horn down, you know, beep, and it's like, what the hell do you think you're doing, get out of the street, or whatever, and the guy turned around and gave him a dirty look, and my friend's like, like, I, I can't remember, cussed him out, whatever, and, um, and I was like, dude, <laughs> you need to be careful, you know, I mean, granted, we're on Skid Row, so the guy's probably homeless, but still, homeless people get shot out there, I mean, pretty often, like, <laughs> especially dope dealers have guns out there, you know, a lot of people have guns out there, actually, so, you know, my thought, as far as my life goes, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not on a suicide mission anymore, like I used to be when I was on dope, but I'm not afraid of death, because I know if I were to die, I'd be with Jesus, you know, but I ain't trying to die sooner than my time, (laughs) but I'm worried about my friend who's not saved, and, you know, and I'm also concerned as a witness, and, you know, I want to be a good example of what a Christian should be, but, you know, I'm in a car, so it's not like 
you know, I don't know. I just try to take into account that everything we do, it's it's being recorded. I mean, spiritually and and just well, probably in every way with you know, being tracked with everything these days, but but yeah, I just I I I want to be uh, right before God, and I don't want to be a jerk to anybody. Or if I am, because I'm not, I'm far from perfect, and my mouth, I admit, my mouth gets me in trouble a lot of times. Like, I'm blunt, and I'll say stuff, and I always end up having to apologize because the Lord will convict me and I'll have to go and ask the person for forgiveness when I say something stupid (laughs) but yeah I was just really concerned because my friend he has such a calling on on his life like I know that God loves him so much and he's just really stubborn and yeah I mean I don't want to tell his business but you know I'm just worried and I just told him you know be careful you have to think before cussing somebody out like when we're driving around like don't do that when I'm around at least (laughs) Um, but I'm more concerned about his life than mine as far as death goes but my whole concern is you know uh, I feel like I'm I not I feel I am a reflection I'm I'm representing Jesus when you know whenever wherever I am so I always want to be a good representation of who God is you know um, but, but yeah, with him, with him, you know, he's not a Christian, so I don't expect him to be, you know, trying to be whatever, I don't know, (laughs) um, but I don't want him to get killed either, so, yeah, because I don't think people realize that your life is but a breath, I mean, and you have no idea, God is the reason that you are even breathing, and your life could be over in a split second, and I don't think people think about that, you know, I mean, people are all worried about, about this Rona, and you know I mean on the good side the the Bible well in Hebrews it says it's appointed for man to die once and after this the judgment okay so we're all appointed everybody's gonna die at one point obviously at some time but Basically, there's a time, and we don't know when that is, and 
we could try to eat healthy. Well, I think as a Christian, we should be a good steward of our body and take care of it and not eat junk and, you know, put toxins in our bodies. But, you know, um, I know people who eat crap and, and do dope and are an alcoholic or whatever. And sometimes, yeah, those consequences catch up but there's some that you know they've been smoking cigarettes their whole life like 50 years and they're still fine and don't even have lung cancer and then there's people who never smoked a cigarette in their life and they get lung cancer it's crazy you know and I would love to do a little thing on that sometime maybe I will soon about the whole spiritual side of that because I used to blame God for everything because I'm uh, you know I, I, I was thinking well if God is sovereign and he's in control of everything and you know he's the ruler of this universe or whatever he why does he let bad things happen to good people and yeah, that's a whole nother, um, ball of wax, <laughs> but it's not God that does the bad things, the, the bad things that happen is we have a personal devil, <laughs> a personal evil Satan who hates every single one of us, I mean, I try to tell people, you know, imagine all the wars, every pedophile, every human sacrificing, satanic ritual abuse, cannibalism, blood sacrifice, uh, serial killer, um, euthanasia, I mean, just imagine all that and combine it all together and it's still not as evil as Satan because he's behind all of that. And he's the one. If if he wanted to, which was, I mean, he, I'm sure he wants to, but if he could, he would kill each and every one of us in a millisecond. But it's only because of God that he's not able to. So think about that. Seriously. I never thought about that before. But. Yeah. And then there's a whole. Another. I mean I could go into a lot of things. About how. Sane's a legalist. And how he. Uses every little thing thing we do like sin every time we do something outside of the will of God it's like um, Satan has an open door and he has a legal right to do things operate in our lives but that's a whole nother long I don't know teaching probably <laughs> I don't know sermon <laughs> but yeah I just I think we need to really appreciate 
especially salvation, but appreciate our lives, even if we don't, even if you don't know God yet, you know, he loves you so much, and I wish I could, I wish, man, I wish so bad that I could have somebody who doesn't know God's love come into my body (laughs) for a minute and experience his love because he he really oh man because once you experience his love I mean you just never ever have anything that that compares you know and even though I experienced the love and I walked away seeking other, you know, things that to take God's place. Oh man, <laughs> no, never happened. And I was just miserable. Man, I'm so grateful. So, before I go to bed, I just want to thank you all for listening. And I don't know who's listening, but I've got like a hundred, or not a hundred, 250 listens so far which I'm grateful for and I hope my rambling thoughts maybe could help even just one person um that would that would make me really happy but God bless you and yeah I should probably get ready to go to bed I will talk soon. Thanks. <laughs> Quick note. When I said I have friends that are in their 70s and they're still alive and that they're old, <laughs> I wasn't saying that being 70 is old. I mean, it's older. I'm 53, but when I said old, I meant uh, 70 and still shooting dope, and they're still alive. That's why I meant old, because, like, I know, I don't know how old my mom is now, but she's in her 70s. And I know other people who are in their 70s, but they're not shooting dope. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I know people who are like, who are in their 80s that are still alive, but they are, you know, serving God and uh, Christian, healthy, living a, you know, healthy lifestyle. But yeah, my, my amazement at certain people still being alive is the ones that are literally like 
slowly killing themselves by their lifestyle, those are the ones I meant, um, yeah, they're old in their 70s, um, so I just wanted to, uh, yeah, uh, clarify that, all right, good night.